Hello, New Drum citizens. Welcome to New Drum City. It is your boy, Christian Espinal. And joining me through Discord is my co-host, my partner in crime, Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. You real funny for that next day, man. But uh, what up, Chris? Uh, I'm very happy to be here. We got a yeah, we got a lot of good comics on the ducket. Yeah, yeah, exciting. Quite an exciting show. Also with us through Discord is our producer, my brother, from my actual mother, Edgelord Big News, Brian. Brian? Oh, I didn't hear the intro. <laughs> What's up, dorks? Get it, get 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 your shit together. I did this whole civilized thing for the show. Yeah, bro, I thought your video was on lag, not your fucking no. <laughs> not your oh, brain. No. You, you, you cut out at the exact moment. You I don't want any excuses, Brian. You I had a duty. Don't want any excuses. But anyway, thank you guys for joining us. We do have a big show today. Uh, a lot of comics, a lot of manga. Well, it is a sad day though because my hero is on break. Um, but we do have Black Clover back. If you consider that a, cons- a consolation, uh, and two I don't. and two monthly series. So, there you go. Um, so, let's get into plugs real quick. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. And God damn. Are you okay? Are you okay? How the hell did I read Dragon Ball Z, but <laughs> I didn't read Baruto? Naruto no, Next Generation. Oh, no! <laughs> How the fuck did that have happened? I watched... You know what? Let me not get... Let's, we're going to get into that later. You want me... <laughs> All right. No, we're well, good. This is going to be we're fun. Good, bro. It's just Boruto. It's just Boruto. Um, right. Brian, no where are you at? Out here. You know that. Uh, you can find me at b.epe on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All right. Um, you can find the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, our show, our theme song creator is Drum Foo. You can find him at Drum underscore Foo. Uh, find him on that. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, theories, anything you guys want to share with us. Uh, super, super helpful. Um, and uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we have 40 plus episodes archived in our iTunes with no video attached to them. But... They are there, so fi- uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review if you can. Uh, and if you're listening on iTunes, we do have a YouTube channel now, so please subscribe to that if you can. Full video capability, including with images and all that stuff. You can see what we're reading. And uh, you can comment below immediately after you read your stuff so you can uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, and that's about it. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Let's move on. Uh, spoiler alerts ahead. It's time to randomize Boruto (laughs) (laughs) the very thing Josh did not read (laughs) I used to get it out the way (laughs) this is Boruto was it a good one guys you'll see this is Boruto I guess we will unless I skip to the end I mean you can uh, this is Boruto chapter 47, uh, Predestined Fate. And last we left off, um, we got we got basically an insight as to the weaknesses and the whole deal with the uh, Otsusuki. Uh, 
which in which they can be hurt by natural elements such as fire, but they can't be hurt necessarily by jutsu. So last we left, uh, Kashin Koji, who has been fighting him this whole time, has summoned actual fire to uh, to this guy's face and uh, seemingly incinerated him. Um, Very smart. Yeah. Um, but it turns out it, it didn't have too much effect, even though he was using real flames and it would actually hurt him. Uh, it didn't because he because uh, Ishiki can use his special jutsu to shrink the flames down into uh, tiny flames, I guess. Uh, I guess smaller flames hurt less. Lesser flames that he can just walk out of. I mean, you know, if a big flame turned into the size of a lighter flame, you wouldn't care about that, right? I guess not. <laughs> you could literally put a lighter flame to your hand and it'll go out. That's true. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not really uh, nitpicking it at all. He shrunk his flames and said, enough with the child's play. Yeah, enough of it. And then... Um, enough of this. <laughs> but uh, it didn't seem to work. Like, the flames are still, like, going. Uh, he couldn't recover in time from the burns he actually suffered. So he's turning into a oh. crisp, it seems. Um, but then Sasuke starts to put stuff together in his head. And, uh, you know, as Naruto's, like, kind of celebrating, like, yeah, we did it. He's he's done. But Sasuke's like, yeah, no, but it doesn't matter. As long as karma is around, they cannot die. They can just keep resurrecting, um, you know? So, so he starts, uh, like, listing off these things in his head, you know, because if he dies in Jigen's body, he can just activate the karma in Kawaki's body. And it's making it seem, like, real sus. Like, this was, like, part of a big plan to, like, activate Ishiki's uh, karma faster so it could take over Kawaki. Like, right now. <laughs> That's what, like... Uh, it's And um, upon hearing this, upon, like, working this out in his head, uh, Kawaki just bursts into the room and immediately starts, like, just using his, uh, his jutsu at him just to try and kill him right there. But Sasuke just, like, cuts this dude's arm, like, almost in half, done line, stopping Kawaki's attack. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess, like, Sasuke gave him, like, the benefit of the doubt for a minute as uh, Amado starts to explain that, like, I'm, I know it seemed like I was trying to fuck you guys over, but uh, watch, turn, look at the feed and look what I'm trying to tell you. So um, we get, like, more explanation into specifically karma, um, he he starts listing off these these uh, logical things about karma and the Otsutsuki as a whole. Um, the transfer to a vessel between the Otsutsuki like starts immediately um, to a vessel that's already used to it and has had time to absorb all the karma and like put it in his system. And Jigen is that vessel. So, and Kawaki's karma was not complete yet and as a result um as as uh jigen's body is dying uh the karma process is now starting again and it's it's uh it's starting to take hold and at that moment that's when uh the karma mark on kawaki starts to throb and it starts to pulsate and go out of control take over his body and people are starting to worry that the karma is actually being uploaded into him Except for Sasuke, because Sasuke is like, I've been evil before. <laughs> this guy's not evil. <laughs> so um, 
He's tra- he's trying to get everybody to chill, trying to get everybody to relax, and just in that this moment, this is legit like the curse mark. Well, not necessarily because the karma dissipates off of Kawaki's body, and it's gone. Oh. Uh, they even look at his hand; the karma completely gone from Kawaki's body, and it worked out. Like the ultimate plan that they had has worked out all along, as the Otsusuki member seems to have survived Ishiki. Seemed to have survived the flames, but it turns out he fully used uh, Jigen's body instead of Kawaki's. And the reason being is that because Kawaki's karma was not completely finished, like loading onto Kawaki's body, but Jigen's was, he went automatically to Jigen's body. And the karma on Kawaki's body dissipated as a defense mechanism to avoid like multiple uh, personalities being copied. You know what I mean? Like, it destroys all backups once a resurrection is made. So if he ever wanted Kawaki's body, he'd have to mark him with karma again. And, um, yeah, at that point, we get a look at <laughs> Ishiki's final form. His full, like, uh, Otsusuki form. Um, I like the design. I think it's pretty cool. It's uh, pretty foreboding, you know? It's pretty cool. Um... Like half a horn, but they all got that situation going, right? Yeah, they only they Just all got half horn. horns going yeah, on. I'm right. Yeah, you got like the some type of ajutsu on the left, on the right eye, you know, because that's how you know they're strong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think uh, I think it's just like a aesthetic thing, but maybe it is. We're gonna say that that's an ajutsu. That's just what we're gonna go. Well, with. that's the, some form of renegade. Which is essentially the Sharingan. Brian, you know Sharingan more. Really. Don't the Otsusuki have like close ties to the Byakugan, actually? Yeah. Uh, Byakugan is mm-hmm. um, is like an extension of the Otsusuki. Right. Otsusuki. So it's more likely a Byakugan type of deal. Like maybe there's an really? ultimate version of the Byakugan. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, it comes from the brother of the Sharingan. Yeah, pretty much. So all, right. all of a sudden... Things start shrinking around Kash and Koji. Uh, like, this guy's jutsu starts going wild, and he starts applying it to, like, pretty much everything in the room. Like, pillars are shrinking, all that stuff. Um, and uh, that's when the feed turns out uh, turns off because uh, they seem to accidentally have destroyed the surveillance frog that was uh, showing them the feed to the battle. So... Naruto and his group are no longer able to see Kashin Koji's whole thing. And at that moment, um, Naruto's like, is he going to be okay? And um, Amato is like a fucking heartless motherfucker. He's like, eh, you know, no. <laughs> he's basically, <laughs> he's like, eh, you know, he, he did his job. He forced, Ka- he fo- forced Ishiki to, um, to transform into his, to use up his karma and take a body so we can actually act, kill him now um and he'll go away forever because he no longer has another vessel to transfer to so and naruto's like did you tell him this is kind of like a suicide mission and he's like yeah why oh you we don't we don't have to talk about that <laughs> no really why do you care <laughs> so don't worry about that naruto yeah and naruto's like you know i can't shake the feeling that i care about him for some reason Oh, man. I wonder why. And then um, we cut back to the battle. Ishiki is looking at uh, Kashin Koji just like, 
Hmm, all genes have a predestined fate. That man bore a mighty fate, a star of change. <laughs> and um, Amato had apparently, like, used his prowess. I don't know if he's actually the dude who is in charge of creating uh, Ishiki's, like, soldiers in, uh, in Kara. But it turns out that at some point, he must have cloned a very special figure in the Naruto universe. And th that figure is Kashin Koji. The clone of Jiraiya of the Big Three. Not his grandson. I mean, fair. But yeah. <laughs> but we I'm also glad he's not his his son. I mean, you know, Jiraiya fucked. He couldn't use all that Super Sage Jutsu. Maybe, well, maybe he'll do it. I mean, I don't think he made a contact when he had the frog. Well, he's so. a clone, so can clones even do like Sage Jutsu? I mean, if he's a clone of Jiraiya... I don't so see why not. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, we saw the twist coming, but it doesn't really take away anything from uh, from the chapter. I thought it was actually pretty solid. Oh, uh, no, yeah. So, it's still dope. I mean, he still has a fight ahead of him. Yeah. It was so good to... emotional stuff they could wring from this. I'm actually, like, really happy. I don't think Kashin Koji is going to die here. Um, because, you know, what's the I point of making not. him Jiraiya if he's not going to, like, like, meet up with Naruto or do whatever... You know, like be a, yeah. a figure in the series. I feel like he's just gonna narrowly escape, and you know, Naruto's probably gonna head down that shit. So, like Sasuke teleporters right now. <laughs> Sasuke, I right now. I won't let someone die. There's no way that Naruto doesn't get involved. You know, no, There's he knows. No way. I mean, he doesn't know it's Imagine his clone. He just shoots a Rasengan from miles. But Ishiki away. just said his name. But Naruto's not there. They destroyed the feed, so they can't hear anything they're saying. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, but I yeah. I swear Sasuke's going to be a super lame if he can't teleport them there. Like, what is he good for <laughs> then? If he can't use his space-time ninjutsu? Literally Look, everything else. Yeah, he's pretty He's pretty useful still. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's probably the most well-rounded person in the right Listen, listen. I mean, save for being a terrible father. Trash. Yeah, that's his best quality. Being um, the best, worst father. I mean, no, he's not. He leaves the village and he hasn't raised his daughter. On a self-imposed yeah, exile. Exactly. He doesn't even have to do this anymore. Naruto Tokage, he gave him a full, like, presidential, ninja presidential pardon. Yeah, he probably doesn't want to be around Sakura that much. <laughs> his daughter just reminds him. <laughs> yeah. Reminds him of her more. Um, like, oh, man, why ain't you get with Eno? <laughs> it should have been Eno. She could read my mind, and that, that, that chick ain't that annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that. She had to go out. She had to go and marry Bargain Sasuke, Bargain Bin Sasuke. Yeah. In Sai. Um. Faux Sasuke. But I am, I am enjoying like the more establishing the rules of what the Otsusuki can do. Um, About time. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they keep to it. Hopefully they don't, like, betray these rules at any point and start ass-pulling out of nowhere. But um, we'll see. So far, so good, Boruto. You've you really revolutionized it. <laughs> you know, you figured it out without making me angry. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't have any more thoughts. Do you want to say anything more, Josh, before we go? All right. With that being said, randomize. It's called partner, but it should be called gangster time. My mouse is not functioning. Uh... Thor! 
<laughs> this is Thor number five. Uh, last we left off, uh, Thor and Galactus were finally going to confront the... What was it? What was the dramatic name they gave this the thing? Dark Winter? I don't think it was a Dark Winter. Black Winter? Oh, wait, that's a whole previously on thing. Yeah, Black Winter. And, uh, you know, they were face-to-face with it. And they were about to face off against it. Um, meanwhile, back on Asgard, um, we see basically everybody's, like, trying to deal with the whole uh, refugee thing from all the worlds that Thor had to kind of sacrifice in order to get here and all the people that they brought to Asgard. So, and Sif is watching it, you know, watching everything unfold because she's the new Heimdall. Um, and Beta Ray Bill walks up to her and he's like, hello, Sif. <laughs> um, you know, he's like, I feel pretty shitty. <laughs> I don't know why. Because I lost, I guess. Everything sucks. Thor's with Galactus. Nothing's great, you know? <laughs> But uh, yeah, they have like a little heart to heart together. It's uh, it's nice and touching. Um, and uh, meanwhile, back at the uh, the eye of the storm, eye of the Black Winter storm, uh, Thor and Galactus are going at the Black Winter. Um, they are not doing well, it seems, uh, because this this winter is no. fucking. They them. weren't doing well before. Yeah, they got swallowed. Not at all. Um, and it. Yeah, they they're just like they're just fighting here and there, and like the Black Winter just kind of suns them. He just like wraps Galactus up, and then he just absorbs Thor's entire being and brings him into and Galactus. Like, begs him, no, <laughs> stay out of my mind. No, get no, no. <laughs> What's his name again? Ga- Galen. Gallon. 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 Gallon of milk head ass. His head looked like a fucking trident. A big, bright, stupid trident. Isn't he supposed to be the man? What the fuck is going on right now? Sorry. Had to connect my charger. Uh, (laughs) Oh, shit. Yes, he is supposed to be the man. Um, But I guess not. (laughs) I guess not now. Yeah, well, but, you know, let's try and really hard right now. So there's that. Yeah, but anyway, Thor is now absorbed inside of the Black Winter, and uh, he is taken into this weird uh, M.C. Escher painting with the stairs. Uh, and he's like, where, where am I? What, what, am I sp- what am I doing here? You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Lost in Tetris City. <laughs> yeah, lost in Tetris City. Um and uh, he is automatically confronted, confronted by uh, Gore. For a second, I thought, "Wow, is the Black Winter Gore?" That would have been a cool. T- <laughs> yeah, right. That would have been kind of a cool It'd twist. Be a little played out, but it would have been like, okay, yeah, right. someone we can I mean, you know, that's someone. That's someone. Uh, but not only him. Loki appears in the back, and that's when Thor is officially like, "All right, now I know you're fucking with me." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that nigga knows better. <laughs> <laughs> Not to pull up on me like that. <laughs> then he gets stomped out by this weird monster thing. I don't know what it is. Was it? it oh I, God! I was hoping you knew. I feel like I see. Maybe it was this guy I saw in Jason Aaron's run of Thor. I'm big scary man. 
slam, body slams him into the ground. And then he is confronted by a slew of various Marvel villains. The Juggernaut Dude, is Juggernaut there for some is reason. There too. I guess because it's Sidorak. Yeah. He's strong. <laughs> Mephisto is here too. That fucker. Yeah, of course. He's just everywhere, man. Apocalypse, you know. Yeah. Some real heavy head is that elf dude. Annihilus. Annihilus, jeez. Yeah, man. They got all of the end characters. Doctor Doom's there, too. Yes, he is. Hmm. Yeah, I'm here for it. Surter. Surter. And then they all start. There's a big monster in the back that we all are supposed to know. Yeah. Um, so they all start fucking Thor up and killing him one by one, each of them, but he never dies officially because this is supposed to be a mind fuck, I guess. Uh, yeah, he, he does keep getting killed. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So then Thor does his like ultimate move, this big explosion, thunder explosion thing, blows up everything. And, uh, it didn't really affect the Black Winter all that much. It's still alive, but it's like, all right, he I got guess. got him out of Tetris City though. Yeah, he got out of Tetris City. Um, and the Black Winter comes out, and he's like, "All right, <laughs> it's time for us to fu- stop fucking around now." <laughs> and let me tell you the reason I'm here. And it turns out the Black Winter takes the form of Thor, who looks like it, like his uh, his uh, Galactus Herald form. And uh, then yeah, think Shadow Link in uh, Ocarina of Time. Basically. Yeah, like he mirrors him. The dark. No, I don't understand this yet. The dark Sora that you fight in Kingdom Hearts 1 in the yes. <laughs> Wake of Memories. Um, okay, so this is my favorite part because I thought this was really funny. Uh, he was like, I won't let you destroy my universe or my planets or whatever. And he's like, no, I'm not here to do that, actually. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm afraid your universe is going to meet way worse ends than me. But I am here yeah, for... I am here for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for Galactus. <laughs> no, man. I'm just here for Galen. <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> Thor and uh, Galactus is like, don't listen to his lies. <laughs> he what, what do you, I don't know what he's talking about, Thor. <laughs> and it turns out that uh, he's here for the one I spared. Uh, for Galen of Ta. For Galactus. My Herald. Damn. Yo, dude, corporate just came to town. (laughs) That's mad funny. (laughs) Thor is like, so you brought me all the way around here just to save your ass and not. Yeah, you know he looked at at Galactus like, (laughs) fuck you. Bro. You. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you know how many planets we destroyed? Use a use a special kind of pussy nigga. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. You got all big and bright. <laughs> just to, just to be a bitch. Yeah, dude. Are you serious right now? Um, I mean, it was a good twist, honestly. Um, I like this issue fair a bit. Uh, <laughs> I still don't understand the implications. If I'm being totally honest, I don't know why he's shaped as Thor. Dramatic and effect, maybe. I don't understand. I guess we'll see next month. Yeah, he just came into his form. Um, maybe he just keeps trying to play these mind games with us. He's just like, yeah, look right? at me, I'm Gally, you now. Your ass is mine. <laughs> your ass is mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder what that dynamic's about, man. 
Yeah. I wouldn't trust him. I would think he's still gonna kill my universe. I mean, I have he's a feeling. Low, bro. I have a feeling he's not here for good reasons either. Like they're not just gonna be like, oh, take him, and then that's it. Right. Imagine that's how the next one starts. Thor just depowers and he's like, oh, bet. Go ahead. The next scene is him just on Asgard having beers with everybody. And he's like, so what happened, Thor? Yeah. So I just told him to take him. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to defend his ass. Uh, but yeah, good issue. What did Galactus ever do for me? You know? I mean, yeah. Fuck that guy. He's hel- He's made me destroy several planets. For him. I'm not going to protect his ass. But um, I liked it. I like this issue. Can't wait to see what's next. Um, I have never seen Galactus this emotional before. I agree. Look at these panels of him. <laughs> yeah, he's dead ass. Oh, <laughs> you don't listen to him. He's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> oh, yeah, Galactus. Bad guy. He's a liar. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with his hands. He just keeps them up. Dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Yo, dude, if the next issue God opens up with it. it with the Black Winter going up to him and being like, "Stop hitting yourself! Stop hitting yourself!" It's just sudden him left and right. <laughs> I'd be so happy. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, you want to say one more thing before we go, Josh? Nah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Same. All right, randomize. <laughs> One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 983. Thunder. Um, last we left off... Wait, wait, what's the name of it? Thunder. That is the name of it? Yeah, that's the name of the chapter. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I wonder why. All right. All right. <laughs> last we left off, uh, Luffy ran into Ulti and Page One inside of the uh, the castle. Fronting on the cover stories. I'm sorry, you're right. In the cover stories, uh, we've been following Capone Gangbag's story as he rescues uh, Lola from uh, who is his sister-in-law, and he turns out he also saves Lola's father, who has somehow drifted upon Dressrosa. Yeah, very sweet. Yeah, happy for it. <laughs> Gangbag. Gangbag. So the family is united. That's pretty sweet. Um, the Tentatas are with him, too. I just noticed. Oh, shit. Yeah. I haven't really been paying attention to the covers, but I will. Wow. I'm hella shocked. This used to be a favorite. This is the highlight. I still appreciate them a lot. But sometimes I like I just read them all together once they're in a story. Like I go into the... One Piece wiki, and then I read them all just like it as one complete thing. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Um, good shit. Good tip, Chris. Uh, last so back to Wano. Back to Wano. Um, <laughs> the entire Big Mom Pirates are, are, are just arriving at Onigashima. And <laughs> I love um, Perospero, who is the oldest uh, son of the Linlin family, of the charlotte family he's just like you know i don't give a fuck about no alliance we're just we're about to betray kaido big mom pirates for life yeah. you know yeah he he's repping his shit and he's dropping kaido set hard man he's <laughs> like y'all niggas is big ops i'm pulling up and, and clapping shit yeah. you know he's not gonna win but i'm liking his energy i mean you Let's know go, Paris, 
Perrot. Perrot. What him saying Perrot and how much I would love it? That shit that Chris loves. Yeah, because you know he says a word. Perrot. Um. We then cut. We then cut to the uh, to Usopp and Chopper in the tank. Apparently, when uh, Big Mom punched it, it just she just like punched the tank once and just let it go. Um, she hit it so hard that it transformed and and is now running away physically. Um, Yeah, I'm probably reading too much into it, but I I, uh, for a second I was thinking like maybe she gave like she gave it a life, and that's why it's like running away on its own. I think they'd work for her. Yeah, because she's like bringing random shit to life within the uh, the palace. So, I a little bit wouldn't be surprised. Um, meanwhile, yeah, uh, she said it hit a, tr- a transformation switch. Yeah, I was wondering if like maybe they they don't know, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's interesting. I could be reading into it too much though. Um, I know they say that it's a transformation switch. That like they ended up hitting, but I don't know. It feels convenient. That's like a weird detail they would add in. Yeah. But um, meanwhile, Nami, Carrot, and uh, Shinobu are and Neptune are now trying to escape from Big Mom because she ran after them trying to get Neptune. Not Neptune. Um, what was it? Poseidon? Not Poseidon. Fuck. What was the cloud's name? Um, Perseus. No. No, Perseus is her hat. I think. Uh-huh. Um. Apollo? No. Zeus. Close. Zeus is the cloud. Zeus is the cloud. Who's the sun? The sun is... Damn. Now I feel ashamed. I should know this. Shit. It's maybe it's Greek or Roman. It's not Apollo. Then it's not, it's not Apollo. I know that much. Yeah. Eh. It'll come back to me. Whatever. Her son is now just like she is just straight snitching on them like they're over here <laughs> big mom. And um you know they're just running away. Um meanwhile apparently Sanji split off from the group in order to not give up on fine ladies. <laughs> Dead ass in the middle of the mission like yeah 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 peace out. Y'all know what we're going to do. It's so weird because he left he left the women I wouldn't think that he would leave the women to find more women. Well, as I've heard in the past, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard. Actually, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> I want to survive the night. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, sorry, guys. Nigga just perched on <laughs> your shoulder right now. <laughs> She's just perched on perch an armrest. <laughs> just like... <laughs> okay, so ain't, ain't, ain't nothing better than new. That's all. Yeah, I feel like Sanji That's is off doing. I feel like Sanji is off doing something else. Um, I don't know what, I, but it's not necessarily looking for women. He's I, looking for females, though. No I feel like that's half of his motive. Run into some boss. I feel like some that's half his run motive. Into some character. He's looking for somebody. Is there a female character who was captured or something that I don't know about? Maybe that's no. who he meant. Oh, well. He's just a thirst bucket, bro. He doesn't care. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. 
He was tired of Nami dubbing his shit. He knows what it is. Yeah. You know, I was this close to getting laid on Whole Cake Island and I came back for you. You're going to keep rejecting me? I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Big Mom is just skipping down the halls, bringing random shit to life. Um, and um, meanwhile, back at uh, the uh, performance floor in the Skull Dome, uh, they got Momonosuke strung up. Dark. Fucking Orochi's such a scumbag, dude. Yeah, they sh- Emmett tells his face. Jeez. Yeah. Naturally, he wasn't done that goosey, but pretty close. Yeah, yeah pretty bad. Uh, meanwhile, inside the castle, Zoro is facing off with a bunch of the gifters who are the uh, the smile fruit users who got lucky enough to receive powers as opposed to the alternative, which is laughing in in lieu of all other emotions. Um, so he's actually got some, I guess, contention, and there's like 500 of them. So I don't expect him to lose, but, you know, it's it's not a it's not a fun time. Uh, Eustace is still inside the castle as well, just taking out random thugs here and there, you know, doing the thing. And we finally catch up with Luffy, who has run into Ulti in page one. And uh, he says, that's the He said, stag, 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 stag. The other one laughs, uh, re, re, re. Are you serious? Yeah, I guess they laugh in the sounds that their oh, animals right, make. Right, right. Rhino. Oh, is it right, right, right? You're right. It's a rhinoceros yeah. beetle. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, right, rhinoceros. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, they're different beetles. Yeah, stag beetle. No, this one's a praying mantis. Yeah, that one's a praying mantis. What's this guy with the horns down there? Ant. An ant? A roach? I don't know. Hmm. The roach henchman. Um... Anyway, Luffy meets up. He didn't get his own panel, so it's what else. Yeah. So they ask uh, Luffy who he is, and Luffy gives the standard answer. Uh, I'm Luffy, the man who will be king of the pirates. And also in standard uh, bad guy form, he's like, no, my boss is going to be the king of the pirates. And they headbutt. (laughs) They do a big-ass hockey headbutt, uh, which apparently just explodes everyone. I don't know if it was their hockey that exploded or something intervened, but they exploded. <laughs> the force from the headbutts. I don't know how they both didn't die, but, you know, it's mom. Ah, they both right. had hockey. What can you say? Yeah. Yeah, hockey on. Hockey. Uh, apparently, okay, so I, I guess it's safe to say that all of the Toby Ropo have uh, dinosaur-themed devil fruits um, as Ulti transforms into Apachiacephalosaurus. First try. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> if if I'm mispronouncing that name, uh, sound You're off. You're saying all of that, but you won't say the names of the fruit, bro. I get, come on. Oh, I'm sorry. You know you want to. The dragon dragon fruit um, uh-huh. ancient type Pachia, Pachiacephalosaurus model. And, the, and page one has the dragon dragon fruit uh, <laughs> ancient type Spinosaurus model. Ancient type, mind you. <laughs> yeah. Spinosaurus model. Um, so, Did yeah. You know I was today years old that I learned that dinosaurs were ancient. What? I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to be like, Joshua, 
Because they're saying ancient type, like, no shit. Duh, it's not modern. The modern <laughs> dinosaur. They just added that to <laughs> cool, I guess. Or maybe that's some, I wonder if that's some kind of, like, translation situation. Like, it's in Japanese, it just comes out different. Um, no, I guess it's like the type, like it's an ancient animal type, you know? You just gotta let us know. Because all of the, the uh... Phoenix, is that an ancient type? Well, all of the, uh, Zoan fruits are classified. They have, like, subclassifications because there's so many of them, and they, they cover a wide range of species. So, you know, there's, uh, zebra models and horse models and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um... So Luffy starts scrapping with both of them. Uh, like, he's, he owns Ulti right off the bat, but then the Spinosaurus comes in, page one, and he dodges him pretty easy, and then he uses his gear third to give it that extreme uppercut. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, Send him to the next floor. Rocket to punch! <laughs> This whole shit up here is crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember that uh remember that thing that Sanji did to uh to Jabra? You remember back in the day? Oh yeah, but he can't I don't remember the sound he made, but he went like oh, it was something like gabo fa 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 fa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I just noticed? You know what I just I noticed, dude? Uh, if you zoom in on Page One's chest in this picture, uh, you see that he has Page One tattooed on his dinosaur chest. <laughs> dinosaur body. Yeah. Just in case you forgot his name. <laughs> if that even is and his I name. Guess, I, doubt, when he looked in the mirror. I doubt his mother looked at him as like, I'm going to call him Page One. I think it's a code name. But, um, yeah, after he... Like uppercuts the shit out of uh, uh out of page one. Ulti comes in in her full dinosaur form, uh, form <laughs> which looks like a Yoshi. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's like a long neck. Maybe I think maybe this is the yeah, so. type of dinosaur that Yoshi's modeled after uh, Apache Acephalosaurus. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. That. that is really interesting. Yeah, it looks just like one. Actually, you're right, except for the feet. <laughs> yeah, yo, dude, if she jumps and she goes, <laughs> you know how like the yeah, double right? jump for she you? <laughs> yeah, she strains. <laughs> she can achieve a double jump if she really tries it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Well, so well, she grabs up Luffy, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the probably like the weakest part of her whole setup with these little baby arms. <laughs> And he's like, her power's too strong. That shit got me tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has the she has the force of a dinosaur, you know? That's pretty oh, strong. Oh, whatever, man. This is fucking Luffy. I mean, you know, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't that concerned because you see him, he's like, All right, gear forth then. <laughs> he was about he said, to uh oh. Gear forth. <laughs> and she was she was about to push him to gear forth? Come on. I mean, you know, after he's a certain point. Kaido. You know, after I'm a certain point. You, this is Zoro's fight, man. Same for Luffy. No, I'm telling you he that, like, to deal with, with Big you know how, like, every time someone achieves a new form after, like, that arc, it's just regular yeah. now. They just use it all the time, like, first thing. I guess. Gear, for, gear forth is no different. But uh, right before he actually transforms, uh, he is rescued by someone using 
the Thunder Bagua. Thunder Bagua. Thunder Bagua. Thunder Bagua. It's the same move that Kaido used on Luffy when he defeated him back in the day, actually. Gave him PTSD, actually, in a moment. Look at his face. He was dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Luffy's face. Like, this is him having literal flashbacks. Oh, no. Like, it's all replaying in his head. (laughs) He's like, fuck, 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 no. It's happening again. They're soon in the arc. Thunder Bagua. <laughs> the last thing he remembered was crack. <laughs> yeah, and then he woke up in prison. <laughs> like what? <laughs> At least he didn't die. I mean, it just happened to Ulti, so she's out for the count right now. And it turns out it's um Yamato, the son of Kaido, who came and rescued Luffy. Um so he turns to Luffy and he's like, Straw Hat Luffy, is that you? And then upon realizing that all the henchmen are around him ready to capture him, he just picks up Luffy and starts like dashing away. Because apparently he he generally doesn't mean him any hostility as Luffy consents with his hockey. And it turns out he's been waiting for Luffy to show up on the island for a long time. And it's his name is Yamato. He is Kaido's son. He reveals himself officially. Um, wow, we... I'm uh this is fun. I didn't think like he'd be like an ally of Kaido's honestly. I figured that there'd probably be a tri- like um a mutinous type of deal going on with Yamato and that's why he wasn't around in the first place. Um yeah. But um yeah, it stinks because yeah, I wonder what this situation's about. It sucks because like One Piece is off this week. Like this coming week. So we'll have to wait a whole extra week. Oh, but um, and they're so slick. They just say next chapter hits July fifth. Back in the day, <laughs> it used to let you know. Oh yeah, One Piece is taking a break. If you look at the when you download the chapters, it says like coming in fourteen days, and I'm like, no, oh <laughs> no. But um, yeah, that was One Piece. A uh, very fun chapter. All honestly, it it was a cool uh, way to end it with Yamato. He's the king of like. He, it's like. Oda knows when he's going to take his breaks, so he saves his biggest, like, cliffhangers for those moments. And uh, this is no exception. Salivating. uh, Yeah, I'm excited for the next chapter, personally. Um, Very fun chapter to read, as always. Uh, Josh, do you want to say anything before we go? Great chapter. Great chapter. Um, All right, Uh, without further ado, I am going to continue stalling. So, okay, now, it's time. To randomize. Oh, oh shit! Suicide Squad. This is Suicide Squad number six. Um, last we left off, we got this big twist where the Suicide Squad freed themselves from Task Force X, uh, Task Force X, and are now on the run, looking for Ted Cord of all people, who has seem to team up with a bunch of other rich people in the DC universe in order to take on to uh to hire the suicide squad for some reason. I cannot tell you why yet because that is a surprise. And we open in Gotham as the entire suicide squad is working on getting the bombs implanted in their heads uh removed. They go to an underground doctor who is just 
cutting them out of their bodies without any anesthesia. <laughs> Fucked up. Um, yeah, no anesthetic. Mm-hmm. She finds it later on, and she's like, hmm, "You guys, you guys want the anesthesia <laughs> now?" And then it turns out, uh, one of them can hear it in their heartbeat, in her heartbeat, that she's lying. So it turns out she was trying to poison them, and it turns out they do have a bounty on their head. And who else is looking at that bounty but Batman? So Batman is like, hmm. and he drives off to go find uh, the suicide squad. Because he knows all this bullshit is about to happen in Gotham. Yeah, he's like, the fuck? He's got enough stuff to worry about. The fuck is these fucking people doing here? <laughs> who, who invited him? Um, so after like a couple seconds, they, they, they rescue a dog, which is sweet, and they drive away. Um, Batman being close on their heels. And um, as they arrive at this weird abandoned lot, they are surrounded by assassins. And so, fight scene ensues. Uh, they get shielded by Zebraman, and they go out to fight. But it turns out, by the time they get out, uh, the assassins are already defeated. And Harley Quinn's like, hmm. Uh, this isn't the first time I've walked out of a plane. There are unconscious people around. And in this type of the neighborhood, I don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think this uh, ever ends well, really. And she's right. Batman's right behind her, just like <laughs> right behind her. Just like <laughs> just looming over her, menacing. Um, this is a fun panel where um <laughs> Harley Quinn looks behind her, Batman does his Batman thing where he disappears when people are turning around, and then she turns back to them and they and her friends now disappear. Um very fun self aware little humorous spit. Uh these two suicide <laughs> yeah, right? these two suicide squad members start fighting Batman. Um the teleporter gets involved and does what she usually her usual tactic, which is teleport someone to a high height and drop them. Uh, but Batman recovers, and then upon his recovery, he gets shot by Deadshot. Um, but that is obviously not enough to take him down. So Deadshot's like, oh yeah, at a certain point they realize that Harley and Deadshot were actually. Uh, cleared of their crimes and their past. They've done enough missions, so they're no longer criminals. They had have their records wiped clean. So Deadshot turns to the rest of the Suicide Squad. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to go hang with my family now that I'm free. I'm not doing any more of these dumb missions, so good luck. And, you know, they're like, cool. So he decides to stay back and hold back Batman while they escape. Um, And they manage to do that. Uh, they have like a little mini fight as the Suicide Squad steals Batman's Batmobile, and uh, they just keep fighting. And then at some point, Deadshot just picks up the dog that they that they saved, and they're like, "Stop!" And Batman stops because he's not gonna hurt a dog. He's not that dark and gritty. Uh, so they ha- finally have a chat, and you know they settle down, and they're like, "Now that I guess the Suicide Squad has gotten away, Deadshot is like." All right, so I'm I'm leaving now. I'm just gonna go see my daughter finally, and I'm out. And uh, Batman's like, "You're still a criminal." He's like, "Not, not by the official rubric. Uh, all my sins are cleared, you know." So Batman lets him go because he has nothing really to bring him to jail for. My favorite part is that <laughs> Deadshot's like, "I could have shot you right in your dumb fucking mouth that you don't cover," <laughs> you know. 
And that's interesting that he said that because I, why didn't he? Well, he's not trying to kill Batman. He's trying to be a good guy. Well, he's not. He's not trying to be a good guy. He's not trying to go to jail again. Oh, because now he's like clean. Just that moment. Oh, sad. That shot could have. That shot could have beat Batman. No. No, because it wasn't fair. It was like a fucking six almost. It distracted him to the point where he could line up that shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'll relax. Eh. Yeah. Um. So Batman lets him go because he has nothing technically to charge him with. So, um, he starts to go away, and uh, they have like a little moment where they realize that the Suicide Squad has stolen the Batmobile. So Batman's kind of stranded too. Just standing there (laughs) trying to figure out what he's gonna do next. Yeah, Deadshot's like, "Should I call an Uber?" He's like, "I could call an ambulance." And Deadshot's like, all right, later. And that's where the issue ends. Deadshot's going to go see his family, and the Suicide Squad's going to continue on with the mission. Uh, I don't think... Sure, he tells Batman. Think it says, you want me to call you an Uber? Batman responds, you want me to call you an ambulance? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It'd be like that. He, he couldn't take a fucking chopo. <laughs> but that's our Batman. Yeah, that's our Batman. Um, I'm I'm thoroughly entertained by Suicide Squad. Um, this is a fun, funny issue. Um, it's a good use of Batman, I think. Yeah. Um, where he's not like, this is me being Batman <laughs> type of deal. Where, you know, he had he had to fight six people and he did okay. He did really well, but uh, he wasn't like slaughtering them. Yeah, it's what you would expect. They did it in a really good well. Like, if you was to see Batman in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, that's how I would expect it to go down. Like, if I read a flashbook and they was in Gotham for a second. You know what I mean? I can see that happening. Batman just scrapping it out. Yeah. Talking a little bit. Then that's it. Uh, I don't think it this cool. is... It was a nice balance. I don't think this is it for Deadshot, necessarily. Um, I'm sure he'll be dragged back into the action at some point. One way or another. Yeah, because his tr- character in Suicide Squad is traditionally kind of tragic, where he's always just dropped oh. into it, <laughs> even though he he's the one who least wants to be there out of everybody. Um, like he's the one who could always never escape. But um, yeah, super entertaining. If you're not picking up this book, this is a very good low key book. Uh, it's very fun, highly recommend. Uh, without further ado. Let's randomize. He said, is this ice? <laughs> Dickhead, is it cold? Dr. Stone. Uh, this is Dr. Stone, chapter 155. Science is elegant. Um, last we left off, uh, these forces of Zeno's kingdom of science have uh, inputted a, have dropped in a spy so that they can surveil, oh, so they can assassinate Dr. Taiju. Because <laughs> the immediate reaction to uh, to children climbing aboard America is to immediately shoot them in the mouth. So she does uh, this new character Luna. She just goes on there, does her whole spy thing. But turns out super easy to find Taiju. Uh, just immediately, she just runs into him like, "I'm here." She yeah, doesn't so even have to tell. Hey, Taiju. <laughs> and Taiju's like, "Yeah, I'm here. It's me, Taiju." Um, <laughs> yup, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. 
Um, so she's just shocked. She's like, okay, he doesn't look like a scientist. Scientists are usually in the lab, right? There's probably a lab underneath in the bottom of the deck, you know, under, underneath all this, sh- this whole boat. And Tydra's like, yeah, here I am on the foremost <laughs> area of the boat. <laughs> it is me, Tydra. Um, and that's uh, he all he has to do, all she has to do is point to Taiju, and then now that like this guy has him in the sights, he came this close to killing Taiju. <laughs> it was right there. Um, but that's when uh, Senku. I don't even know how he does it. He just. Oh no! Wait, this is on the de- no. This is inside. How do you get her inside? He was just outside. Maybe she's looking at it from outside. Maybe. But then no, the door at, is yeah, behind. Yeah, that is weird. The door is behind Senku. I don't know. Maybe. But in any case, he, dry, he I guess, brings her into a room and is like, tell me everything you know about Zeno. Quickly. Now. Quickly. In his charming voice. Oh, yeah. As soon as, yeah. Hold up. Yeah, and brought her to the room. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's when... uh. Francois and Ryu, Ryu something came in and he's like, we should uh, try to be nice to her and maybe she'll appeal to her better nature. And uh, they make her some ice cream, which is the way to anybody's heart, honestly. You know, she takes it, she eats the ice cream. She has like a Food Wars-esque orgasmic sequence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she goes, eh. But I guess if you haven't had ice cream in uh, so long, you would have that Millions reaction. Of years. Millions of years. Um, so she says that, like, this ice cream tastes, as Dr. Zeno would say, elegant. And just from that, Senku's like, oh! Mm. And, uh, yeah, Ryu, the captain dude, is like, well, who is he? And it turns out that why, when uh, Senku was learning to make rockets, because, like, asking after... Asking Luna if Zeno is a former NASA scientist. Turns out that uh, Zeno is actually his science mentor. Is the guy who apparently taught Senku all about science. Um, That's pretty wild. It's a good twist. Uh, I'll give it one of these. (laughs) Why not? I, I wasn't... How do I put this? It was kind of like a, oh, sure, you know? Like, yeah. For like, <laughs> yeah. It didn't have to be the case, but sure. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's not something I couldn't get to, but right. it's something I just didn't uh, think about. It was like, I guess it would make sense that they'd had some kind of connection. Um, it would only be, it only make sense. Um, but um, yeah, that was Dr. Stone entertaining enough. Um Art's always fun. I, I like the art is always funny, and it was good to have like Taiju be funny mm-hmm. for for a couple pages. Um, yeah, her reactions to the shit going on, and how easy everything was. Yeah, big fan of that. Um, but uh, I don't got nothing else to say. Do you, Josh? Elegant. <laughs> Elegant. Uh, but without further ado, let us randomize. <laughs> Avengers Empire number zero. Um, we're here, guys. A new event. Are you are you excited? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, 
a while back, we got this issue called Incoming, which is a big one-shot issue teasing all of the future events to come in the Marvel Universe. And this is one of them, Empire. Um, it's a big, I guess, sequel to the Kree versus Scroll War, loosely. Um, and uh, it, it, it reads that way, based on this issue. We start on um, an, a planet of some sort where there seems to be some kind of massacre happening. Uh, all these tree people are dying. And I'm like, are these Groot's people? Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. But I guess they're not Groot's people. Um, and it turns out it's the Kree taking down this uh, this race of people called the Kotati. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. No, and, yeah I was... uh, this whole thing is narrated by Tony Stark, who can, for some reason, he gets these dreams. Uh about Kotat about this slaughter of the Kotati people. And I think he believes that it's kind of like the uh the result of fucking living inside of a space god that is basically sending him memories of the universe and whatnot and you know affecting his sleep in a way. So at a certain point the Avengers get a distress call from a from a certain planet and um over like the course of this narration that we get from Tony as they're on their way to this planet, uh, we learn a couple things that uh, apparently the Kotati and the Kree were locked in this weird contest uh, for whatever reason. I got, do you remember what it was that they were fighting about? Even it was the, the scrolls. Um, oh right, right. I right. don't know if they created the races, or if they just found them and then took a group of them of each race and put them on this planet. But mm -hmm. I think they created the the races. Yeah, the scrolls were and in charge of the whole thing. Like they were in charge of the contest. And the contest was uh which race could make the most of their limited resources. Um and the Kree soldiers used their resources to create a whole fucking city and a whole like technologically advanced society while the Kotati grew a garden instead. And that's and they won subsequently, which is, I guess, why they slaughtered the Kotati is because we built a whole fucking city, dude, <laughs> with almost nothing. Yeah, they were pretty upset. Yeah. I mean, either either group was going to be upset. They were facing annihilation and had no idea what was the clear, uh, how do you say, the criteria mm -hmm. for winning this contest. They just was like, man, let's just try as hard as we can. And now they've been pitted against each other. Yeah. And they face new ones. Yeah. Okay, so... See, that war we seen in the beginning, that, that, that conflict, I believe that's before the scroll landed. I think they... Maybe the Kree told them that they were going to win or they just had an idea that they were going to win for some reason. But it's clear that they were doing this prior to the... Um, not, um, to the scrolls arriving. Yeah, but then... What... What was the contest then? Because how would they how would they do the contest without the Kotati? You know what I mean? Like I thought it was so a says, reaction. Will the scrolls approve of this action? This was a peaceful competition until oh. until yeah. So maybe the decision was made and they still allowed the Kree to live on, and they were just upset about that. Well, I guess <laughs> like that they wasn't declared winners. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, is that they lost, so they got salty and killed everybody. That's what happened, so they lost. Yeah, they lost. So they did all of that. Yeah. Wow. Instead of trying to learn and say, well, what, what's so valuable about 
about their fucking planes. Yes, and then so this is what sparked the whole Cree versus scrolls. And mm-hmm. again, the scrolls are the people that shapeshift, right? And the yeah. Cree are basically Captain Marvel's space European people. Space Europeans, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> space Europeans. Look, they're savage and imperialistic. <laughs> and hey, ain't nothing to be ashamed about. That's their history. That's that's part of my history too. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Uh, I guess this All episode right. is probably so, going to be yeah, called Space Europeans. Europeans. Space Europeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode title. I like it. I guess so. Okay, so the Avengers land on uh, the this, this planet. And Iron Man immediately starts to feel like this this sense of connection to this planet, um, and uh, right Which as they're weird because he's a robot guy, not mm. about spiritual or ethereal stuff, right? Yeah, even he's like, the, "What the fuck is going on? I feel like a real hippie right boy. now. I feel like a real tree yeah. hugger right now. <laughs> <laughs> one of those, <laughs> one of them hippies, and one of them hippies." Mm. <laughs> As soon as I got to this planet, I just flashed a peace sign. And I'd, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, I looked in the mirror and said, God damn it. God damn it. I must create robots. <laughs> um, meanwhile, as they're settling in, this big fucking monster pops up <laughs> and starts rampaging everywhere. Uh, it seems to have the body of a Cree sentry with the head of some weird plant monster. So they're like, kill it. Kill it with fire. And so, <laughs> Time to get it popping. So, and they do. They I get mean, a... Captain Marvel recognizes part of what it is. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like they just indiscriminately went to go destroy this thing. They were being attacked. Mm-hmm. And there's some, you know, uh, 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 prior knowledge. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna jump on <laughs> the Avengers throat. They're fighting. They're fighting it off right now. It's fucking them up, honestly. Like, it does this big, like, Dragon Ball Z blast where Carol Danvers is trying to absorb as much energy as possible, but the rest of the Avengers like, fuck! <laughs> like, they can't even hit. Like, look at Hulk. She's like, fuck! Well, it sends out a sonic blast, too. While it's sending out this beam. Damn. Multitasking. They're getting hit on two fronts. They're getting fried and... I don't know, whatever S- sound beamed for sound-based attack. Yeah. But, uh, you know, never fear, you guys, because who's here to save them? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I forgot! Yo, I forgot! <laughs> oh, my God. How could I have forgotten? <laughs> oh, man. Can I get a VGI? Yeah. This is Josh's very good issue of the week. Yes. Okay, so who who comes to save them? A swordsman. (laughs) Not just a swordsman. The swordsman. (laughs) So the swordsman dispatches uh, this monster. He just cuts his head clean off. Like clap, and the Avengers and the Avengers use the full extent of all their abilities to take this thing down. Meanwhile, the swordsman just came in and was just like, I knew you would lose your marbles at this moment. (laughs) Yo, we haven't even gotten to the part yet. Okay, you know, let's let's 
Still, yeah, they, they violate the century. Something they could have did to begin with, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, they so, needed Swordman's help to do it. So the Swordsman, like, the Avengers are like, oh, my God, it's the fucking Swordsman, dude. That we all know. <laughs> and you know this, you know what vibes is? Remember in the Avengers No Surrender? Yeah. That female? And they was all like, yeah, how could you forget how she was there in the past? And I'm like, but. And they were. They were trying to. They like that lady never existed in any of. No, no. I'm thinking that now. No, no, no. This guy is a legit staple of the Marvel universe, Josh. So, I mean, we get a little bit of history from him. Uh, We learn. Yeah, we got a little history from her too. They literally put her in iconic scenes. Okay, but this is like that was like in the context of the characters. The comic book is taking a one-page break to explain to us who the swordsman is and the swordsman <laughs> used to be an avenger his name is jacques de du ducassin ducassin and uh he was an avenger ducassin. and a trainer tra- a trainer of avengers not just a trainer of avengers the original the trainer of the world's greatest avenger hawkeye he is the jiraiya to hawkeye's naruto uh, he taught him everything he knows about swords and also the bow and arrow. So he's probably a better marksman. All than weapons, not just his favorite, the bow. Yeah, uh, but it turns out apparently the swordsman has terrible self-esteem. <laughs> the, the swordsman hates himself, so he would not live. He, he couldn't live with a backstage role, so he was doing the Whatever most. Whatever the fuck that means as a hero, like <laughs> he was just always doing the mean? most. He was just always doing the most. You know, like, he was always jumping into situations that he shouldn't have. And eventually, it cost him his life. He fucking got murdered because he couldn't just chill for a minute. (laughs) But apparently... It says that he tried to betray them. Oh, yes. That also. Apparently, he tried to betray them at some point. But he didn't have the guts to do that. And then he killed... He died because his inner demons cost him his life. Because he couldn't fucking just relax and stop... Stop being a thirst bucket, <laughs> essentially. Uh, but you know the uh, he became worthy of uh, of the Kotati's uh, purification ceremony, where they seed you, and you be you uh, come back to life as a Kotati human hybrid, which explains his powers. You know his ability to take down this thing. So sure, take it. If, he's not a regular human. Yeah, he's a plant. Human. I mean, do you have? <laughs> the way you he's just trained dro- Hawkeye, though. The way you just dropped that off, he's like, yeah, he's a plant human. I know um, about those. Yeah. Okay, so apparently he stayed on this planet, and he 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 has a wife on here. But he was holding that wife back, so I guess they're not together anymore. Dude, his wife was uh, this girl from oh, right. Guardians of the Galaxy. You're right. You're right. Mantis. Yeah, he got he 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 hooked up with Mantis, but he was she a she was a Kotati. She did say that. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Did they? Did she but say she that? Also said that ego created her. You're right. Maybe the movies are different continuity. I know Mantis well, was a different yeah, person. For sure they are. Yeah, I know Mantis is but kind this, of. I mean, this is for sure who they, she's based on in the movies, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he Anyways, hooked up with Mantis. 
he hooked up with Mantis, and Mantis was like, I don't want to just be your housewife. And he's like, and, and Carol Danvers is like, how did you respond to that? And he's like, <laughs> chill. I let her go. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> he said, relax. I didn't beat her and tell her you must stay in the crib and cook for me. Like, I get, I, I get where you're trying. Relax, Carol. <laughs> relax, Carol. Jeez. I know what you're trying to do. Relax. <laughs> Hop off my tropical nuts. <laughs> anyway, so they yeah, so him and him and Mantis got together and had space uh, Jesus. Yeah, they had, essentially that's pretty much it. Apparently, the the messiah, the literal messiah to um, to the Kotati is the son of swordsman and Mantis, whose name is Sequoia. Uh, I I thought that was like a girl's name for a second, but I guess. I guess Sequoia yeah. is a guy's name too. He, he looks pretty soft, yeah. I mean, so, you could have confused this person. Relax, he's a god, man. He's a, he's he's uh plant Jesus. He's got one hell of a widow's peak, man. Poor guy. <laughs> You're right. That's a pretty dramatic widow's peak. You can get your turban to cover that part, huh? Yeah. Nah, your leaf, not. your leaf turban. For all, for all the shit I'm talking, I actually think he has a really cool design. Like he actually looks pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, he's got grass arms. Going on with him, but yeah, like root arms, you know, probably extends. Yeah. So basically, they pretty much asked Thor. He's like, "So it hasn't. It kind of hasn't rained here in a while. Could you?" Uh, and Thor's like, "Oh yeah, 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 sure." And then he calls down a he calls down a storm, and uh, you know, causes a storm and uh, feeds the plants all around this planet. You know, helps him out. Pretty cool moment. Um, as as Iron Man is like explains his disbelief in gods in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. uh, he's basically like, "I don't believe in God." All right, let's get this one thing clear. I don't. I'm not. I am a full atheist. Thor, <laughs> Thor's just a weather manipulator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's super strong, and they're part of a race of different aliens. You know. Yeah. He says, I believe what I can see, what I can de- verify. I just don't have the faith. But this, this right here, this feels like an anointing, a baptism. And Tony's like really into it. He starts crying. Yeah, he t- cries tears. He's like, I've been reborn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's happening to me? <laughs> yeah. I'm becoming Thought, full hippie. <laughs> uh, then they all kumbaya with a bond box. Yeah, they it's all... It's actually really cool stuff. I mean, it's mundane, but I don't hate seeing this kind of stuff in an Avengers book if it leads to character building. Yeah, I know, I know, I don't mind it either. Uh, you know, they're just hanging, eating fruits and grains. Uh, and um, this, is cr- this is a funny moment where they ask for the Avengers' help because they explain basically what the premise of Empire is. Uh, the Skrull and the Kree are now teamed up and uh, they are using like Hulkling, who is a Kree and Skrull uh, hybrid, to pretty much be their messiah and kind of be a face piece for their whole movement. Um, but they're really out here to try and destroy the Kotati. Um, and that's their real plan. So they're bringing a whole armada. So they're like, Avengers, you've done this type of shit before. Can you help us out? Can you defend us from... 
Impending doom. <laughs> and Carol. <laughs> and Carol's like, Tony, you remember the last time the Kree and the Scroll worked together? Yeah. Uh, and they know they they uh, recall the events of uh, of incoming where they found a Cree agent thing, like a Cree scout who was on the run from the Kotadi. He was essentially murdered by the Kotadi. I actually just remember that, like he was killed by some weird plant based, uh, yeah, plant based bomb thing. So there is kind of suspicious motive, and Carol sees that. But uh, Tony is so indoctrinated into this into this oh, uh, yeah. planet. He's like full in. And he's like, well, it's time for me to work my charismatic Robert Downey Jr. magic. And he turns on his mask and he speechifies the whole thing. He basically is like, look, we're Avengers. They're in trouble. They have kind of the unfair advantage because two whole fucking militaries are coming to wipe them out. So we got to be here and we got to help them. And you know that even convinces Carol. Carol's like, I mean, it's true. So they're talking about one people genociding another group of others, two groups of people genociding another. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what the actual conflict is at hand, that does not nobody genocide, yeah. let alone one person being murdered. So yeah. you know, Avengers assemble, right? Yeah, and um. Tony in his mind narrating is like, you know what? We're here. We're united. We're going to save the Kotati and we're going to fight no matter who gets in our way. And we end with a big splash page of the Fantastic Four uh, all gathered among the Armada. So I don't know if it's implying that the Fantastic Four are on the other side, um, but that's pretty good dramatic tension. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um I uh, I like this issue a lot, and you know this. I wonder what the hell the Fantastic Four are doing with them. I don't know either. They're with the Kree, right? And, and uh, yeah, they're with the Kree and Scroll. Didn't uh, Scroll one of their enemies? Super Scroll. Scrolls have like yeah. kind of evolved throughout the ages, where they're not as like dangerous as they used to be. Okay. But um. But Super Scroll is a legit like. Nemesis of the Fantastic Four. Doesn't yes. he literally have their abilities? Yes. We'll have to see uh, what their involvement in because there is also a Fantastic Four side to the story that we'll get in the coming weeks, I imagine. Um, yeah. Is this timeline thrown off or is it just me? Yeah. Yeah. Th- they basically published this as, as it was before uh, the quarantine hit. So all this is like not really the case. This is probably just like an error in the publishing, but um, you can still gives us a template of what's going to happen, like in order. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Needless to say, I don't know if I'm going to grab all of these books. (laughs) Um, I'll try to suss out the most important ones, or you guys can help us out with that. Yeah, I'll do a little bit of research too. But I can't possibly. I can't possibly read all of these. It's crazy. Yeah, we're going to piece the story together. Don't worry. Yeah. There's always going to be the main shit. Because I'm going to tell you this. Even as important stuff that happens in other comics, it may still be whack. Mm-hmm. So, who gives a shit, man? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we could have did without in the League of War, War of Worlds, whatever it's called. Um, But concerning War this War. issue 
itself. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I'm here. I'm on board, but I can't help but feel like event fatigue. It's so weird. Like even three months removed from superhero comics to be dropped into like another event. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> you know, it all depends on how it's written, man. Mm-hmm. If it's a good story and it's compelling, I have nothing cool, against it. But if it's like, oh, read this, it's important because there's an event. Yeah. Then it's gonna be trash. Well, that's the thing is that I don't want to like, I, I'm not taking points off of it, but uh, because I don't want to like begrudge a writer or a, a creative team just because of, I guess, a business decision or like an yeah. editorial mandate type of deal. Um, it's written fine. I do recommend you pick it up. It's a it's a pretty solid read. Uh, but yeah, I can't help it. And Marvel's like the biggest defender of all of this because they have like an event every like three months, it feels. So I don't know. I, I just feel it setting in sometimes. Um, but with that being said, that's all I really have to say. Uh, pick it up. Recommend it. But I'm still, I'm just like, fuck. I wish we had like a couple months of just regular yeah, story. Man. Fuck COVID. Yeah. Um, but you ready to move on? <clears throat> yes. Randomized. It's called Partner, but it should be called Gangster Time. Dragon Ball Super. Ooh. This is Dragon Ball Super, Chapter 61, Vegeta Reborn. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. So Brian says something to us in the middle of the week. Or maybe it was during the last podcast. I don't remember when it dropped, but you made a comment about Vegeta. And I was like, I'm reading this like, bro, what the fuck is Ryan talking about? But then at the very end, I'm like, oh, okay, I know who showed it really is. Yeah. Last we left off, Vegeta teleported in from Yardrat with his new powers. And it is implied that he is about to fuck up Moro. It's finally going to have his well, at moment. At least handle him better than Goku did. I mean, he's finally going to have his moment, you know? Like, since Dragon Ball Super started, Vegeta has kind of, like, been upgraded to co-protagonist. Like, they're in most scenes together. They're training together under the same master. Yeah. They're co-protagonists now. <laughs> but uh, that didn't last long. Sure. But we're getting ahead of ourselves a little. Um Vegeta starts doing, you know, the typical Dragon Ball Z thing when a character returns after a power-up. He starts, you know, kicking ass, taking names, you know, doing the thing. And he's using a new technique, which is very fitting to fight Moro. He's using, um, he's using Force Spirit Fission, which is a power that every hit he takes, he just, like, squeezes the energy out of Moro that he's stolen and it returns back to the original source where it came from. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, and I would have, and it would have been really cool if this is like how Moro is defeated. But again, like all the energy is being redistrib- redistributed. Uh, Moro is now back to his old form, his original old form as Vegeta is kind of like fighting him off, you know, kicking his ass taken names so good it's so good so satisfying but um you know at a certain point moro just like he's about to get killed by vegeta he's finally at his weakest vegeta's like so should i kill him or do you want to take him alive and moro's like (laughs) and uh 
Jock, <laughs> Jocko. So Jocko's like, nah, fuck that dude. Kill him. He's like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. We only yeah. kept him alive because oh, we couldn't that kill guy? him. Yeah. Oh, before I get ahead of myself, there's something I do wanted to mention. There's a... As Vegeta's fighting Moro, um, Piccolo's like, yo, isn't it crazy how much character development Vegeta's gotten over the years? It's true. Where Vegeta's like... Where he's like, remember when he tried to like kill us, and you know now he's just trying to be a good guy again. Um, I get that that's his whole arc, and I very much appreciate it. I thought that was awesome. I th- I think this is a great arc for Vegeta. Like his whole arc is one of the better arcs in like Dragon Ball history. It's kind of like an extended Zuko arc, like Zuko turning good arc from Avatar. Um, yeah, essentially. I, yeah. I feel I feel like it didn't really need to explain. Because we all got it, you know? Yeah, well, you know, there's no complex fighting or nothing going on, so they could fill the punching and kicking with the commentary. <laughs> I guess. You know, they got to make him useful in some regard. I like Piccolo still. It's weird, like, no matter how... I like Piccolo too, that's why it hurts. No matter how many times Piccolo gets gets destroyed, I still very much like him as a character. <laughs> um, yeah, it could always be worse. Okay, so... <laughs> Moro's like, Moro's like, uh, he, well, Jack was like, yes, kill him immediately, and Vegeta's like, <laughs> Vegeta's like, yes, I'm going to kill you now. Uh, he, he said, I'll see you in hell, and this is a weird like way to like weird dialogue where he's like, you'll regret breaking out of prison once you're in hell, and uh, Moro's like. So you believe you aren't going to hell? And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> what first of all, what what does that have to do with anything? He didn't say that. And Vegeta's like, no, I know I'm going to hell. I've been a bad guy. Um but uh Moro's like, Well, that's too bad because I have no intention of going to hell. I'll be too busy ruling over the galaxy. And then he uses his magic that he still has. And just fucks off. He just flies away. Vegeta gives chase. And he comes up against his like his former uh, henchman. He murders one instantaneously. For no reason, it feels. Like, I don't think he had to. It's not like he betrayed him or anything. And then he freezes the other. And uh, this is one of my favorite panels that we've ever seen. Is Vegeta finally gets... <laughs> to this place and all you see is Moro literally just eating this motherfucker <laughs> with his legs still like squirming <laughs> out of yeah. him like ah, help me. I'm getting cell vibes from this he doesn't even have to do this to absorb oh, people's energy yeah. oh. that's what you're getting oh. that's, that's glad you, I'm glad you say that I'm glad you said that well guys I, I also want to point out if you look close you could see Moro's belly get fatter when he swallows this man whole. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Vegeta finally throws a blast to try and finish him. But, of course, that doesn't work. And in- He throws, like, the weakest blast he could have thrown. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And then Vegeta, what, you know, whatever happens to Vegeta that usually happens, happens. <laughs> he lets a motherfucker transform. And he is shocked. He goes full Pikachu face. You know the Pikachu? Yeah. 
And he's like, everyone does. And then he gets dropped to the ground, and he even transforms back into his regular form. They couldn't give. So you know he's out of the fight. They could not give my man one whole chapter. They gave him three quarters of a chapter to look cool, and then it's back to nothing. Ugh, what a disappointment. So I don't know. What? So Cell has returned. Yeah, the, Honestly, that's why they were so shocked. It? Like, oh shit, I Wait, we beat him already. Brian has a thing is. to say. Now I think about it, I feel like this is still Vegeta's fight to win. It just still makes sense because there's no reason why his new technique shouldn't work on this new form for Moro either. I that's mean, true. I guess maybe we are being a little alarmist. But you know what? We've been score we've been hurt before. So it's not my fault. Yeah, um, maybe he'll maybe Vegeta will just like power back up and kick him in his head really fucking hard. That'd be cool. Be that, you know? Cause I've seen Cell before. I'm 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 good on this. I'm not gonna see him like do this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Moro comes down, he's like full he he turns into like six three, the guy he just absorbed, and he looks a lot like Cell. His new design is very basically Cell but with goat with goat antlers. Goat horns and Majin Buu joggers. Yeah, yeah he's got he's got he's goat parachute pants. He's got goat I horns, think- Cell's face, Majin Buu's body. Uh, yeah, Majin Buu's hammer pants, hairy legs. <laughs> I think I think they're setting uh, setting <laughs> Vegeta up to still be the hero of this. Yeah, I mean you know because we'll now see. the the while he's down, the guys are going to be fodder for a bit, try to hold him off. She's going to get back up, show him who's boss. <laughs> Man, Brian, you gave. Yeah, I hope so, bro. I mean, you were the one who was like, "Yeah, this is it. This is Vegeta's time." And then they spit in your face, and you're still repping for them. <laughs> I, I still believe, unless he's officially defeated, that's when I'll fucking be done with it. But okay. for now, he's not out for the count. I mean, he was dropped, Brian. Okay, so here's the here's a couple things about this form for Moro. Uh, he has all of 6-3's abilities, which already had his abilities within 6-3's abilities, so he can copy other people's abilities as well. So... Wow. There's that. Um, I mean, oh, his name is seven three. Did I say six three this whole time? It's okay. Yeah. I, I don't understand why he didn't absorb them to begin with, but whatever. Maybe yeah. he just didn't want to kill his friends, and then he was like, "This, this, uh, <laughs> this hurts me more than it hurts you." Yeah. As he gobbles his homie up. <laughs> nom 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 nom, friend. <laughs> you know, Dragon Ball Z was funny. It was entertaining for me. It was. That's um, all it takes. It's fair. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll give one of these to 7-3. What about the man who fucking fried? <laughs> you didn't even get a chance to say a sentence. It's fr- Yeah, I said, like, why did he even do that? He, it's not like he betrayed him. Right. He's like, Master, why? You couldn't at least give him respect like, yo, I'm sorry, man. It's why really funny because... The second Moro showed up, the first thing this guy said is like, "Are you okay?" Like he cared about him. He's like, "Dude, are you are you alright?" Well, I seen you getting washed down there. You alright? Fried. <laughs> all right. Well, bowl of hot grits on him. That was Dragon Ball Super. Um, fun time. Hopefully, Vegeta's not 
down for the count, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> time to randomize. Batman. Uh, this is Batman number 93. Last we left off, Batman easily walked through Riddler's designer plan, and uh, he is now faced with the designer himself. Um, and the designer's like, so, what's the, what was my plan? And, um, no, wait, actually, um, Batman was like, tell me how it was supposed to go. Tell me what, what was, like, the whole thing. And designer's like, no, you tell me. You're Batman. You figured it out. And Batman does it. Uh, apparently, all, <laughs> all these plans, like, are supposed to domino effect into each other. So all these five assassins that were ha- were hired for uh, the Penguins' t- uh, plan were to assassinate political figures inside of Gotham and allow Penguin to effectively become mayor, like shadow mayor of the city, uh, by implanting his own like puppet into the into the political system. And at that moment, the Gotham City, uh, the uh, puzzle of Gotham City that the Riddler was supposed to have done. Um, was supposed to cripple the city and turn the cops against uh, Jim Gordon and shoot him in the face, leaving Edward Nigma to put a proxy for himself within the police department. Uh, meanwhile, Catwoman was supposed to steal all of the money from the richest people in Gotham and become the wealthiest woman in Gotham and become a central bank for the empire, for the criminal empire. And the Joker was just supposed to kill Batman and Robin. Um, and that was that's it. <laughs> and that was the whole plan. Uh, but granted, this plan was designed with a younger Batman in mind. Um, this is Batman before he was Batman. You know, like that's when these criminals got together. It was a long time ago when Batman recently came onto the scene and started whooping ass. So he would have probably lost at that point in his life. But Batman's Batman now. So. <laughs> It was pretty like easy for him at this point. I and, don't understand. When did Batman get out of the ropes? Did he do that shit himself? Because he's Batman. What Am ropes? I supposed to just assume that. What ropes? Um, in the beginning of the chat of the issue. Oh no! Those. No, he's just the, holding uh, his cape. Yeah, you're right. It looks weird. I mean, he probably could have gotten out of ropes because he is Batman. <laughs> but true that. Yeah, one way or the other. Anyway, so they both pull out swords because apparently this whole time Batman's been carrying a fucking sword. <laughs> and uh, they start fencing. Um, you know. Meanwhile, back at the uh, underbroker, uh, Catwoman is getting all of her money out of her account. You know. And apparently it's revealed that um, the Wayne Foundation is funded by a bunch of shell companies and are not necessarily Bruce's money. In fact, Bruce doesn't really own much of anything. He probably doesn't even own his own house. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and um, meanwhile, Punchline and, uh, and Harley Quinn are going at it, you know, arguing over whether the Joker is actually, like, serious about her. And she's like, yeah, take it from me. That guy's an asshole. And she's like, I know, that's what I like about him. And she's like, all right. <laughs> and they keep fighting, but Punchline is apparently a really good knife fighter and just cuts her neck 
I'll take it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, works for me. Uh, they dropped Harley into the sewers, and she's obviously not dead, but she is out of the picture. Um, yeah, she slits the throat. She was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back at the sword fight, um, Batman kind of just explains, like, the reason why Designer loses is because he underestimated the Joker. And uh, the only reason, like, his designs would never have worked is because the Joker does not want to kill Batman. And that's why he wasn't... He couldn't convince the Joker to do it, and that's why he lost. And it turns out that uh, the designer isn't the designer at all. He's actually the literal corpse of the designer brought back to life by the Joker. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit! (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's a solid twist, honestly. Didn't see it coming. So all the corpses were of the Joker's design. I think we already knew that, but I forgot because yeah, of sure. quarantine. <laughs> um, so Joker's like now talking through like the designer's mouth because apparently he can. He's been implanting these communication devices uh, yeah. within these corpses, and he's basically explaining like. Yeah, this was just kind of a big distraction. Uh, I kind of needed you out of the picture right now, so. Yeah. And and, and Batman gets caught off guard by fucking Slade. Whatever, man. Okay, yeah. What happens is that Joker's like, you know, you figured this out a little faster than I thought. I, I still need you a little bit out of the picture so we can fully fuck with Catwoman. Slade, it's time for you to wake up. And then... Deathstroke wakes up immediately and stabs Batman directly. Was he asleep before? He had uh, Batman's tranquilizer on him. Like, oh. And so he stabs him in the leg and he's like, if you pull that out, you'll die because I hit a weird artery. So, (laughs) you know, medical science. You can't fight me either because swords in your leg and you're going to die. Yeah, what are you going to do? Fight me? Which, fair. He's not trying to be a good guy. He's not exempted from anything. Well, because I don't know. I guess he still feels like Batman could beat him. Well, he's working with the he's he's working for the Joker, so I imagine the Joker told him not to kill him. You remember? Yeah. So the Joker is like, "I'll pay you your money. You just got to go right now." So, and that's the last we see of that scene. Meanwhile, in the Underbrokers. I guess hideout. Um, Catwoman finally gets her funds transferred, but it's not to the account she thinks. Uh, apparently, Catwoman transferred all of her savings into the Joker's account, and now Joker is worth over one hundred billion dollars. Must be nice <laughs> to be worth one hundred. He starts laughing. Yeah, he thinks that shit is so funny. Yeah, and he is like, yeah. Me, the Joker, a billionaire. That's a dramatic amount of money. <laughs> I don't even think there's that much money going around in the United States. It's one hundred and one hundred billion dollars. I guess that's enough money for going circulating around the country, but that's a significant amount for one person to have. Um, oh yeah. Uh yeah, this is a great issue. Uh, I had a good time reading it. I I think this is my video. Certified VGI. Um, yeah. Very fun. It's this fun. Good. 
this run has kind of redeemed itself from like a rough first issue into a lot of really good, uh, yeah, really good step up. Rough first couple of issues. Yeah, it got itself together pretty quickly. Um, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, but without further ado, uh, if you don't got anything else to say, right, Josh? Let us randomize. Oh, good. Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 254, Power Differential. Uh, Never stop trying. (laughs) Never stop stopping. Um, That's uh, last we left off. uh, The the team of uh, of Nero and and Noel and uh, Laura Pachica pulled their efforts together and have managed to seal Vanica and uh, Megacula. But, uh, and now that she's sealed and all the demon magic is... One hell of a combo move, too. It was a great combo move. But uh, it's all for naught because as they check if Laura Pachica's curse from Megacula is canceled, it is not yet. And uh, her power is apparently overwhelming enough to break through uh, her... Uh, Nero's sealing technique and just explode everything. And uh, we find out that Vanica is using more than 70% of her power right now. She is half of Megicula, half Vanica right now. Uh, pretty cool panel. I liked it a lot. Um, so basically they're they're basically sharing a consciousness right now one half is actively uh vanica the other half is actively Mekicula. and it turns out they were ma- they managed to uh curse udin the water spirit that uh yeah that was really sad yeah her water stand if you will <laughs> um and it's a sad moment she's really reeling that she lost her closest friend and ally and uh laurel pachica is just kind of stuck in her she can't even move. She won't even attack. She's lost the will to fight. Um, and Megicula is finally going to finish her off. And that's when Noel comes in. And he's like, that's enough. And uh, she charges in to try and take down Vanica. But uh, and Vanica shoots a lot of power at her, like all of her powers at her. But she uses her little Valkyrie armor, water pedal things to redirect the attacks away from vital areas as she... Uh, plunges her lance into Vanica's heart once again. Um, Maybe this time it'll count for something. (laughs) Maybe this time it'll work now that she's stronger. Um, Now that she's very... She she was very determined before, but now she's very, very determined. Yeah. (laughs) You learned that from Asta. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's literally Asta-ing her way through this whole thing. Um, I mean... I felt pretty good about it, honestly. I mean, it is, it's typical Black Clover, but... Can, was, can I say that this chapter was very well drawn? Yeah, um, I think so, too. I, I liked it a lot. From the fighting to the emotional faces and... You know, Black Clover is really solid for that reason, if nothing else. The art is really good, and, and the fighting is is clean. Yeah. There's yeah. times when it's not. I'm not going to say that it's always art. Like... The, the art always flows. Like, it's not bleach level beautiful and nothing like that, but, man, it's just so, it's just standard, you know? It's just like, this is what you want to aim for. Mm-hmm. Like, his his characters look good. It just needs a better story, but, you know. I'll tell you what. I, I think, I don't um, want to get into all of that. I don't want to get 
I'll tell you what, I agree. I agree. I I actually, uh, Black Clover's art has really grown on me a lot. Like I wasn't crazy about it at first, but I feel like I've I've watched it get better and better, and I love when that happens. You know. Yeah. It's always cool when you can track the progress of your artist. Um, huge fan of that. Um, but uh, you got anything else to say? Nah. All right. Let's. Megicula. Randomize. Son of the bitch. Iron Man 2020. Uh, this is Iron Man 2020 number four. We have two more issues of this left. Um, last we left off, there's this big robot revolution. Follow. You still call it Iron Man? It's Iron Man 2020. I just call it Arno Stark. <laughs> Arno Stark. Like, did you read Arno Stark uh, part three? Hmm. I think it's called Iron Man Gear Gear Shoulders 2020. Gear Shoulders 2020. Okay, so last we left off, this AI version of Tony Stark is um, is leading this robot revolution against Arno Stark, who is looking to control all of artificial intelligent life, and uh, they basically they basically won the battle, but. I mean, they won the war, but lost the battle because Mark One sacrificed himself to turn off this big uh, OS thing that would submit all of the artificial intelligence out there under Arnold Stark's control. Um, but now it's just about the getaway. Um, all of these robots are trying to escape the war zone, uh, trying to escape Arnold Stark. And meanwhile, in uh, this unknown location the Mark I uh, artificial intelligence version of Tony Stark is falling through a, a abyss of memories of his. And uh, this in this weird purgatory is where he runs into Friday, his old AI uh, assistant. That he Which invented. is the standard AI that he used to have, right? Yeah, the AI for his suit that he invented yeah. that became the overall AI for his entire thing, his whole AI assistant. And um, there's it's in um, we then cut to metal metal man, metallic man, I forget machine man. Sorry, he meets up with this guy from the last series and asks him to resurrect uh, Jocasta or to deprogram the AI control thing from Jocasta. Um, Josh, yes, your video f- shorted out. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Uh, let me get you. Biak. Ciao. There we go. Yeah. Short it out. Um, you know, and she does. he does that. He reprograms it. Meanwhile, Tony Arno is trying to get control. He finds out that his, like, AI resurrected parents are just walking around the city, and it's revealed that he couldn't really save them all the way. He has the, his disease that he had growing up, so they can't, yeah. like, live outside of his house essentially <laughs> which all right <laughs> sad um so yeah then we get to the virtual environment of the 13th floor where tony is and he's like i'm not real and friday's like yeah you are you never when you were resurrected you came back kind of robot but your essence is still you so after this big uh development type deal uh we get all of the tony stark's 
from his younger age to his teenage age to his drunk years uh, <laughs> into his first Iron Man suit till now. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I am Tony Stark. And it's time for me to finally be fucking Iron Man again. Um, and there's a couple other things where Arno is building robots, despite the fact he's trying to destroy all robots or submit all robots. Um, he's making life model AIs of everybody he knows, it seems. Um, this cat seems to be an AI. This was my favorite panel of the week. <laughs> <laughs> is the cat typing on a computer? Um, but yeah, the essence is Tony Stark is back. Um, and I'm glad, honestly, uh, I was wondering, I was very confused as to Tony Stark's place because he doesn't seem to be Arno anywhere else, but here, you know? Yeah. So, um, all right, I guess. Yeah, I guess this is how we get Tony Stark back. I mean, we didn't need to, we didn't need him taken away in the first place. I mean, I never read Civil War 2, so it basically didn't happen, right? (laughs) Uh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. You know what I did read? Secret Empire. And you know what? It wasn't that bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Maybe because I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> you know. I wouldn't consider Secret Empire bad. Do people think Secret Empire is bad? A lot of people talk bad about it, but maybe I was merging that together with the Civil War, like all of that together. Because mm-hmm. people were saying Marvel had been really bad, and this was when, like, Rebirth was firing off, so DC was just really, really good. Secret you Empire know, came back. People they hated all the inclusion in Marvel. God fucking forbid. Secret Empire was so long ago, though. It was a long time ago, but that was at the beginning of Rebirth, which also was. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Wow, what a time. Yeah. See, the, the only the only issue is that I didn't start getting into Rebirth until much further down. So mm-hmm. I, maybe you kind of confuse it with the fact that when I started getting into it again and when we started doing the podcast, like we was like closer to the beginning where really it was like two or three years already down. The oh, path. you know, anyway. you know why I was. Uh, no, no, no. I'm getting mixed up. I thought you meant like secret invasion. Secret empire is more recent. OK, my bad. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. screwed up. What's secret invasion, secret invasion oh, is. That's yeah, that's yeah, the scroll yeah, when they, event. All right. Well, <laughs> that was Iron Man 2020. It's fine. Um, did it need to happen? I feel no. This is the thing about like these events, is that like there's so many of them that like if it feels like all these series have moved past it already. You know. Yeah. Like there's not much stakes involved. Yeah, we already know kind of how it turns out because Tony's still in every single fucking book. Hmm. Except for Arno. Arno has never appeared in any Avengers. No, he, he has not. And I guess waiting for the right time. It's not like he no. has to be in the Avengers book, but he's nowhere else that we've seen. Well, it's, it's assumed that Tony's going to take the Iron Man mantle back after this. Be- oh, yeah, because Arno has been functioning as... Yeah, maybe... Because I, Iron Man 2020... I, I guess- after Iron Man 2020, I saw like a solicited that there's going to be a new Iron Man series with Tony back in the Iron Man suit. So I'm like, what was the point? <laughs> no? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know either, but Excuse that's... Uh, um, maybe this is just a huge consolidation. I guess. But, but it's also going to hint us to future events. Uh. Yeah. Whatever. It was fine. 
it's not a badly written thing. Yeah, it was actually a cool issue. It's not a badly written story. It just feels kind of superfluous in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But um, anyway, let's randomize. Chainsaw Man. This is Chainsaw Man, chapter 74, uh, The What the Waves Say. Uh, and this is our final chapter of the week, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, last come we, back to Angel Guy, remember him? Yeah, last we left off, um, Aki has changed his mind again about uh, going on the expedition to destroy the devil, uh, the gun devil. And uh, we start off with him meeting with the angel devil. I forget his name. I don't know if he had a name, but he's just sitting there with no arms because of the darkness devil annihilating him. Um, so Aki basically shows up. He's like, yeah, I just learned that I'm going to die. So I wanted to leave you this letter of recommendation so they don't murder you too because you're a devil and you're useless to them. So they'll probably kill you. <laughs> They're probably going to kill you soon. I don't even know why you're in this hospital bed. It's probably just a... Uh, it's a courtesy. Uh, courtesy, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, that's nice. So he's like, I... I I don't even know if this letter is going to save you, but, you know, why not try? I'm going to die anyway, right? Um, so he just le- he just tries to leave, you know, because he's like, see ya, you may not see me again, peace. And then the angel's like, wait, we should go find Makima and see if she knows a way out of this. Uh, I don't really want you to die um, because I'm haunted by the humans that I killed and turned into mm-hmm. weapons with my power. So, And I feel like you're going to haunt me, so fuck that. Let's go. Let's go ask Makima for help. Um, so they're walking to the beach because that's apparently where Makima is. And uh, as they're walking, um, he tries to urge Aki to run away so he won't be killed. And Aki's like, I can't. And he's like, fine. Um, so he's he can't leave because Denji and Power and he cares about them. And this is the funniest part because he's like, and he's like, and you know, Makima's here too. And um Angel's like, Makima? Oh, yeah, you like Makima, you know? Why'd you fall for her? Mm-hmm. And Aki's like, why? Immediately, the next panel, flat out. <laughs> like Makima, full, like, suggestive pose, full butt and tits out. Just, I guess. I mean, it's just the angle that it's It's very coincidental, but it's a very... Waving her hand. Yeah, it feels like a very funny thing. Is like, why did you fall in love with Makima? And then, like, bam. <laughs> oh yeah, she's no, dad. But... She's the dad ass devil. Oh, uh, I think they are implying something though. I guess we'll get into that at the end. Yeah. Okay, so they approach Makima, and he's like, "She's like, why are you here?" And she's like, "I'm just waiting for somebody. You know, I'm just waiting for something. It shouldn't be long now." He's like, "Are you waiting for us?" No, not for you. Anyway, why are you guys here? Why are you two here? <laughs> And um, Aki is basically like, so I talked to the future devil and he says he's, I'm definitely going to die. So whatever happens, I want Denji of power to survive. So um, I want the strength to change things. And he asks Makima to make, like he'll make a contract with any devil if he'll help, if she'll help him. And Makima takes him up on it. (laughs) She's like, okay, cool. Make a contract with me. And Aki's like, what? 
Like, no, yeah, this is an order. He said, she said, she just like looks at him. This is an order. Say you'll make her the fucking contract. Renegon eyes. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, some type of genjutsu going on. Mm-hmm. And then the just, angel. You know, chainsaw style. And then the angel starts to think. Because he's like, wait a minute. This is familiar. And then he reminisces to a time where they first humans to find him and like taught him to speak and build him a house and taught him to swim and stuff. And then he's just chilling on this island. And then all of a sudden Makama shows up and she's like, hi, uh, show me your power. And he's like, nah, no thanks. My power brings death. And then she looks at him and she's like, show me your power. That's an order. And the very next thing is that like he goes into a daze and he wakes up at night and she's like, he's like, what, what, where, what just happened? And then she's like, you have a good power. And then he looks around and all the people that raised him basically are dead. And uh, we cut back to the present and Aki agrees to make the contract. And that's where the chapter ends. And the angel's like, oh, you know, huh? Not you too. Like, oh, it happened too late. So, okay. First of all, this is... Uh, I feel like I say this all the time, but, man, uh, Mark of a Good Series is when even their, uh, their low-key chapters have a lot to bring to the table. Very One Piece-esque, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. But um, that aside, either Makama is the devil, which... Not a big surprise. Something we probably could have guessed or maybe they revealed and we would have been like, yeah, makes total sense. She's yeah. some, you know, sun extra going on. Mm-hmm. That she's probably more than just a regular demon hunting human, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a feeling it's a little deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder who she was waiting for at the beach. I guess that's it. Yeah. I mean, she... He says, make a contract with me. Right after he says, I'll make a contract with any devil. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean. What does that sound like, man? Well, that's the thing is that they don't drop. They don't drop. Well, she's obviously evil, but they don't. They do a really good job of not dropping any hints about what her deal is. Like, there's nothing in the lore that really tips off. Nothing. You know, like, like nothing. I, that's why I kind of started with that saying, like, it's not like it would be a shocking surprise, mm-hmm. but it's still, you know, not really confirmed and, and, and kind of out of nowhere, I guess, as you're saying. So, yeah, I maybe mean, this means that Makima is the final villain of this show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. man. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. She's she's pretty much a villain to everyone. She's like a good guy exterior in the exterior sense that she's like in the good guy organization, but she, nobody yeah. likes her there. <laughs> like no one, yeah, nobody, not one fucking person, except for Aki and Denji. I'm yeah, <laughs> but that's about it. But she's using her weirdo magic on. Yeah, she does have to have like she, I don't know, man, persuasion devil something, mind control like devil. That. I don't know what it is, dude, but uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, the intrigue. There's a lot to there's a lot going on in Chainsaw Man. I can't wait to see I can't... Halloween. Halloween. And um Sheesh. Yeah, that was Chainsaw Man. And that's been our show, everybody. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, a round of applause for our, uh, our new computer. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, only a few technical difficulties so far. <laughs> we'll, yeah, sure. We'll, right. <laughs> we'll get those a little... We'll get those checked out, though. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. You can find me at the Chris Aspinall, at JDCole underscore 37, at B.ESP on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you find, follow the show at New Jump City. Uh, our theme song is by Drum Foo. Follow him on Instagram at Drum Shout underscore Foo. To God, yeah, yeah. Um, to the Young Don. Um, email us at NewJumpCityPod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, theories, anything you guys want us to talk about. Tell us what you think about uh, this week's comics in the comment section below on YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please subscribe to YouTube. Uh, and if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to us on iTunes and take us on the go wherever you guys want. Um, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Peace.